Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Paranormal movies. Paranormal movies. Actually, they don't have to be spooky, Tom. (gasps) Actually, actually, paranormal movies can be all sorts of things. Matilda's a paranormal movie because she does psychic powers. That is the most terrifying of the paranormal movies. It is. She's got Trunchbull. Yeah. Yeah. There's Trunchbull, there's the Chokey. There's eating a whole whole chocolate cake. Oh, my God. Just coming out of Easter. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> that does sound Eating quite... a whole chocolate I'd... cake. Yeah, now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Being forced. Two days ago, I would have been like, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> but now, now, after I've had all the chocolate. Yep. Oh. oh. I, I, I look at a chocolate cake and cry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look at a chocolate cake and manifest psychic abilities to throw it across the room. Yes, yeah. I've seen you do it. It's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> it's why I don't, it's why I don't go downstairs anymore. Yeah, the walls of our house are covered in chocolate cake. <laughs> it's just chocolate cake! And then with a shaking slice of cake, I write on the wall, <laughs> I know what you did. <laughs> You ate the other slice. <laughs> so yeah, paranormal movies. Yeah. Uh, paranormal good, paranormal evil, paranormal yeah. spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Any of the above. Yeah, any of the above. There's, there's no holds barred for this one. No, We're just... we have barred no holds. <laughs> I, I, I know what I'm doing now. In these intro segments, yeah. I'm putting in misheard <laughs> phrases. You said that one right. Yeah, did I? But That's good. I don't. I've never known what it means. Yeah, no, me neither. I, I did say money is no option. Money last is week. no option. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to it earlier, just to just sort of get in the mood yeah. for the pitching. I was like, that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> money is no option at money all. Money is no option at all. We've we've literally got no option <laughs> of of money. Of money. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll have to use something else. Yeah. We intend to pay for rental of your camera <laughs> with beans. <laughs> because money is no option. Uh, and because money is no option, you can go to patreon.com forward slash life to pitch podcast <laughs> to help money be an option for us. You can't pay with beans, unfortunately. <laughs> Turns out, our landlord says, yeah. you can't pay for rent with beans. Oh, damn. I even I even showed him a graph of of the exchange rate from pounds to beans. Yeah, and 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 I showed him that pop-up book. Yeah. In which beans can be a very could be a high growth investment. Yeah. <laughs> you can swap them for a cow. You can. Yeah. Or indeed you can you can plant them and find a golden egg goose. Yeah, yeah. You know? Did not like that. Didn't like that. Didn't like that thought one we bit. Were, thought we were joking. Yeah. If you want to give us the title that is going to prompt us and kick off our writing career yeah. to, to make money and an option yeah. for us, then um, where do they want to go to send us titles, Tom? Uh, they want to go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show, Matt. Thank you for asking. Yeah, well, and we're going to pitch some, some, some of those that people gave us Today. Yeah, yeah, some spooky paranormal movies. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not editing this week. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to get it's like this, no, this, yes. Yeah. 
That's what I do. That's why I started again. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we're just going to pitch some movies people have given us the titles for on social media, as we do every week. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do every week. And if you want to, you can go give us titles every week. We put out a title post on Fridays usually. On Fridays usually, yep. With the genre in mind. So yeah, that hopefully gets your creative juices flowing. Give us those titles there. So from Reese Howell, we've got... Flying crockery must go. Flying crockery must go. I love this. There's because, a sale on, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be a back, like a yard sale, isn't yeah. it? Really, like you, you, like a sort of. But I think no one will like house is haunted. Yeah. Obviously, right there. It's one of those. It's one of those like secret privilege movies mm. where the how the family obviously comes from money. Ooh. They've inherited this enormous house. But it's full of flying freaking, full of fly, flying crockery. Or, or because it has to. I think it's a business, right? I think, you know how in Cabin in the Woods, yeah, they've got that whole basement filled with stuff, yeah. That if they touch, it's like a totem, isn't it? Yeah. For like, if they touch it, that's what this monster's this monster's bringing out. Yeah. Um, it's linked to a monster. Mm-hmm. Imagine an antique shop like that. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Is I'm, I'm thinking like. They inherit somewhere yeah. that's full of this just heavily haunted stuff. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't afford to keep it. We're going to have to sell it off, right? Like, yeah. in order to keep this this old family house, we're going to have to start selling off various things from it. Yeah. And I think you're right. Like, they, they, they open up the place as yeah. a sort of, like, we want to sell this stuff off. Mm. I think the arc here, weirdly enough, is kind of a... Um, you, we've all had that pain of like having to throw out something that meant something to us. Yeah. Because you didn't have space for it. Mm. You never use it. You didn't like, spark joy yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. what's her name? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo came yeah. over and, and shot it with a rifle because yeah. it didn't spark joy. <laughs> Imagine um, if that was the show. <laughs> but the point being, like, we've all had that thing where it's like, I wish I could keep this. Yeah. But I can't. Because I don't have the space for it. I don't ever use it. It doesn't actually do anything for me. Mm. I'm going to have to trash it. Yeah. Even though I've got strong memories associated with it. Yeah. It's, it's the ending of Toy Story 3. Exactly. Yeah. Well, in this case, they are selling all this stuff to yeah. try and keep the house. The house that they always used to visit mm. their, their granddad in. And they've got loads of memories as kids and what have you. Yeah. I don't know who we're casting just yet. No. But the arc, I think, has to be that they sell all this stuff off. Yeah. Right. Only to find out that the ghosts are still there. Yeah. Right? Uh, or, or they've sold a load of cursed stuff. Yeah. And one <gasps> friendly ghost yeah. or friendly uh, spirit or whatever, like like entity, yeah. is like, you really didn't want to do that, mate. Oh, you need yeah. to go and get those back. <laughs> you know who you need to call now? The Ghostbusters. <laughs> I think there's... Yeah, so they, if they, they existed, they don't. <laughs> this is a line from the movie. If the, if the Ghostbusters existed, they don't. By the way, they don't. You'd want to call them right now because they're not trying to get rid of the ghosts. They're just trying to get back these cursed artifacts. Yeah, because they're they're causing harm to people they've sold them to. Not only that, but there is someone actually malevolent out there. Yeah, who is an antiques roadshow guy, right? <laughs> like a famous, like a famous antiques roadshow. Yeah, sort of yeah. Like, um, guy who's trying to collect these things together yeah. to enact to, some kind of ritual to bring up a demon exactly yeah 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 the, the demon of value <laughs> the demon of value 
um, but yeah, I think like uh, Ian McKellen would be the 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 um, the granddad who uh, they have inherited the house of. Yeah, and maybe we have that grand like Ian he's McKellen, the ghost. He he be the one who we can't cast Ian McKellen for the first five minutes of the movie to have like a off screen heart attack. No, exactly. <laughs> he he he's he's already had the heart attack by the start of the movie. Yeah, they're moving into the house yeah. to be like, ah, oh, we're just gonna have to sell off all his stuff. This feels awful, right? Yeah. And that's why the where the anger comes from, right? Yeah, is because that's why the the, the crockery is flying around because Ian McKellen's like, don't sell off my stuff. But he can't communicate to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, at which point, once they've sold it all, he like he finally makes finds a way to communicate with. <laughs> it's it, the only way he can communicate is either smashing plates <laughs> yeah. or writing in blood on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's written, "Don't sell the stuff." Yeah. It is cursed it's very very cursed love you bye love you, gra- <laughs> love you grandad kiss 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 yeah. at the end but it's all in blood on the on the window <laughs> or something like that <laughs> I like the idea that he's throwing like the the the, um, the uh, plates are monogrammed to mm. have like conveniently a very long name that has all the letters of the alphabet on it yeah yeah <laughs> it's like they're the monogrammed oh. with, the, the, with, with the, the quick fox jumps over the lazy brown dog we're, uh, we're, <laughs> we can't get rid of granddad's alphabet <laughs> alphabet plates yeah <laughs> it's just got the alphabet around yeah. the side <laughs> and he's and he's like throwing a specific, uh, specific angles that the, the shards shatter no, he's, just, he's just doing it like a Ouija board oh, yeah, but okay. on a yeah monogram with the alphabet he loved the alphabet did granddad yeah I don't know why they just didn't get a Ouija board (laughs) at this point but it's like oh he's doing it with a plate well because we've established that he can only communicate with plates by the means of plates or blood yeah and we can't go back on that now yeah no yeah Um, so in fact they try a Ouija board and there's just footage of him just like fucking idiots what the hell is this (laughs) well it's it's, it's a a Hasbro toy I can't use that this is I don't, I'm going to go to my alphabet plates. I don't, I don't, I don't communicate with corporate bullshit. He says, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah," which is why all the uh, all the artifacts are all handmade and yeah, yeah, and sure. locally sourced, <laughs> locally sourced from the pits of hell. Um, yeah. Like I think he was looking after them to try and keep them out of the hands of, mm. of uh, uh, people, and like they stopped visit, the family stopped visiting. Yeah, right. So he never got a chance to tell them that that's what he was doing. It was cursed items that he was keeping from uh, uh, Patrick Stewart. From pa- with Patrick Stewart? Yeah, yeah. Is he a sort of? Is he? Could he do? Oh that? no, he's he's not a he's not a eccentric person, is he? I was thinking of like Matt Berry, you know, like yeah. someone, someone really sort of like I'm yeah. looking for these items. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I I think you know he's been collecting them together he's finding it easier now that they're out in the world yeah right? he's doing his fancy televised antiques road show yeah thing and he, he, he's got a reality TV thing that's yeah. like uh, it's like uh, stuff in the in the loft <laughs> stuff in the loft you're welcome back to stuff in the loft stuff mm. in the loft um, and uh, yeah they, they he, yeah he's very much a kind of like 
he's doing that until he's got his hands on every one of these cursed artifacts that are are capable of opening the gates to hell um, (laughs) bringing forth the demon of value the the bargain maker oh it's called bargain makers bargain makers and then then, like because he's like it's like a diabolic bargain yeah Um, and so he's gonna make a bargain with the devil Um, (laughs) this this, this... what diabolic bargains are we going to get into today (laughs) he says his blood pours from his eyes Oops. And there's like there's like fire uh, like this is the point at which he's got all the things right? yeah, yeah. like he's, he's like luckily I've got my handkerchief and it's got like a pentagram in it yeah <laughs> just wiping the blood away uh, oh good good <laughs> but I, I think it, this ends with Ian McKellen fighting the demon while the family yeah, wrestles throwing, throwing, throwing plates at yeah throwing plates um, and uh, and the family wrestle Matt Berry down yep. to the ground <laughs> I think they call the police. Yep. At the end, the the police, the the paranormal police. So it's like a division of the police that they get in contact with. Yes. It's like uh, Mulder and Scully yeah. from the X Files. For sure. Yeah. They. Um, they're also side characters. They're also side characters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's the family and then the Matt Berry character. That... Yeah, I think there's 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 stuff we can do here where like you know they are they have to reconnect with what. Like, they're very thrifty, this family. Yeah. Right? Because... They reconnect with the granddad now that he's dead. Yeah, exactly. Like, they they go through what he used to like, which was, like, getting in touch with, like, the earth and stuff. He's way more of a hippie anti-corporatist, whereas they're currently all, like, hey, we're going to do these... Every weekend they're doing car boot sales and they're doing sort of, like... um, They're doing, like, you know, commerce... Uh, and it's all about whether or not you're making money. Um, yeah. Mark, we have Mark Addy being yeah. like, as soon as you're 18, you, you're working. And if you're not working, you're not, you, then, you're, then you're not, you, you can't stay under this roof sort of thing. That is a surprisingly good Mark Addy impression. <laughs> like, like I've, I've never heard anyone do a Mark Addy impression, but like... <laughs> so it's the just, best you've heard. Yeah, li- listening, listening to his voice in like interviews and stuff, I'm like, that's pretty good. Like, li- listen to, <laughs> listeners, listen to some Mark Addy. <laughs> just to go to Tra- sleep. Track down some interviews with Mark Addy and, yeah. and say if, if you think that that impression is pretty good, because I think it is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's that kind of guy, right? Yeah. He's that kind of northern dad who's like, you know, you work for your, even if you're a kid, yeah. you're working to keep, you work, you keep. Yeah, you're paying your board. Um, exactly, and and uh, he he finally when they reconnect with with granddad. Yeah, they reconnect with each other. Yeah, exactly. and I think like uh, sort of reconnecting because they they can't reconnect with him corporeally no <laughs> but but they can reconnect with him through the stuff through his that, mementos yeah, yeah. And, you know his, and, his memories and like just sort of learning things about him that they didn't know when he was alive exactly yeah like and yeah go ahead. yeah like um like recently i've, I've uh, well uh, like uh, my grandma told me the other day and my granddad really liked the samurai movies i'm just like yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> yeah what <laughs> I love the samurai movies now. <laughs> where, where were these? Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. I, I like, I like that. I think, uh, <laughs> I think uh, that those might be some of my favourite family movies we ever pitch. Yeah, the ones where um, people reconnect with their with their family through the through <laughs> through whatever paranormal or science fiction thing is going on today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those are my favourite movies. <laughs> it's kind of like a weird reverse hook, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, thank you, Retail, for that uh, for that title. Um, okay, so from James Cannon, we've got Moving Day. Moving Day. Yeah. Mm. This I like. Yeah, like this is a nice sort of urban feeling. Everyone's done yeah. that. Had that thing where everything's in boxes and everything's yeah. like. Um, now imagine that, but with skeletons in closets. Oh. Like literal skeletons in closets. Like you find out that your family are murderers. Yeah. When you move house. <gasps> yeah. Or um, or they're moving stuff out of the parents' house. Because mm. their parents, the, the, like, I, I don't know how, well, their parents have died or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, so, right. Uh, this uh, brother and sister. Yeah. Um, their parents have died. Florence Pugh and... And Timothy Chalamet. Sure, if you like. Yeah, that's uh, they keep getting cast together and stuff. Like there's there's hints that Florence Pugh's going to be in Dune Part Two. Well, she would be. Yeah, and that, she's in Florence everything. Pugh. Yeah, she she everything she's in, she makes sure she is the main character. Yeah. Even if she isn't, mm-hmm. she is definitely the main character <laughs> in true. everything. So um, Florence Pugh and who are you going to cast? I said Timothy Chalamet, but uh, no, I'm 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 comfortable with Timmy Timmy, Timmy C. Timmy C. Okay, yep. so their parents have died. Yep. In like seemingly mysterious circumstances, mm-hmm. like a canoe uh, in the Amazon or something. Yeah, like canoe that. in the Amazon. Canoe in the Amazon, yeah. or like in a plane crash or something like that. Something that's uh, exotic and mysterious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, right, well, we've got to pack. Uh, and they were estranged. Yeah. Essentially, but they're the next of kin, so they've got to put all their all their stuff. Sure. Yeah. Maybe maybe and... um, their parents were never there. Yeah. They were the sort to sort of leave their kids 16 and 14 in the house while they went off on a holiday yeah. or they went to work elsewhere and the, the kids didn't really know what they were doing yeah. but like But now they're like 20 somethings they're living on their own yeah. like they've got their own problems and stuff like that. They've not seen their parents for years mm. and then suddenly dead. Yep. Um and this is where I think that whole sort of skeletons in the closet thing. Yeah comes out mm-hmm. um because i was just like right well you live with your parents surely your parents are going to sort of hide the, the the skeletons in the closet if you yeah. move in the house yeah. but no if they're dead there's nothing they can do yes and they discover this horrible past that these these parents have had i think i wonder what happens next in terms of like are they trying to hide this from someone else right are they? Do their parents have a reputation that they need to uphold? Um, like maybe it's only by virtue of his parents' name that Timothy Chalamet's about to get a great new job, mm. right? Uh, he wrote the uh, you know the the what do they call it in the newspaper? The not a eulogy. The um, it's kind of the bit in the newspaper oh. that, that says when someone dies. Yeah, that's gonna kill me. That yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Funnily enough, um, but he wrote that, right? Yeah. And then, and then he gets a he gets a, a letter from um, a very like important financier or something, yeah, being like, "Well, your dad was a great, very a very great man. Mm. Uh, he 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 sorted lots of things out for me. Um, Ooh, like here's like maybe it's even worried in a way, like." I need to get on these people's good side. Their parents got all their wealth 
through demonic means uh, okay. deal with the devil. I mean, I was I was going towards a, a sort of like Illuminati vibe yeah. right here, right? Like, like a cult cult thing. I think, yeah, I, I like I th- I don't think it's too much of a jump. Mm. Um, it, it to be like they find not just literal skeletons, yeah, but also information on very powerful people yeah right like to the point where these letters and this job that timothy chalamet has just accepted yeah is all ways of controlling the information that is in that house because mm. nobody knows how much they know yeah and they because they haven't been brought in on it they don't know that what they know and they don't know what to do with that information or how to keep themselves safe because yeah. there's people in this world who will kill to keep that information from getting out. Mm. And there's also, but only like their parents' like legacy of being really scary, demonic summoning people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is the thing keeping them safe right now. Yeah. So like as these callers come to, I like this because then we, now we can ground it. Yeah. Right. Because it's like people turning up at the house, um, giving their condolences. Yeah. Right. But it's always, and I think this is something that a lot of people go through. I've never met this person in my entire life. Yeah. Right? This person was a friend of my parents. I've never met them. Yeah. Like, they're talking to me as as if I'm supposed to know who they are. Yeah. Um, and that's how we ground this, right? Because all in that moment, there's this ulterior, ulterior motive. Yeah. Right? Of this person trying to figure out, is this person a threat? Yeah. Right? Do I need to kill these people? Can I safely kill these people without demons swarming me? Right. Who who, who is killing who? Is like, it the, like the strangers trying to kill The strangers are trying Florence to Pugh figure and... out Florence Pugh and Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Um uh because they're worried the this stranger, let's call it um Simon Pegg. Yeah. Right? Um Simon Pegg is is there, he's like clearly an old contact of of, of, of their parents. Yeah. Trying to figure out Florence Pugh and um, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. To it's... see if they are as dangerous as their parents. Yeah. And if they have the information that their parents have. Yeah. And in the meantime, they're going through boxes and finding information about very powerful people. Or if they can recruit, or if Sam Pegg can recruit them yeah. to this cult kind of thing. Yeah. I think it's a bit um, sort of tell unfortunate events as well mm. um, yeah oh yeah for sure like uh, obviously like the, the hidden history of the, the Baudelaire Baudelaire yeah. family uh, is sort of marred in this cult right isn't yeah. it like the, but it's an organisation organisation um, I don't like, think there's any like you know supernatural things to it it's, it's, it's more of a sort of like you know secret f- club so what I'm thinking is a kind of weird mixture of Home Alone and The Exorcist. <laughs> sure. Right? So these sort of cult members are constantly appearing at the house yeah. trying to sort of distinguish if the the family, if uh, Florence Pugh and, and Tophie Chalamet have figured out the dark secret, yeah. have found the, the cave behind the bookshelf. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, and sort of are wandering around. Which tries... is full of, like, compromising information on their cults. Yes. Because the thing is, this is a, it, like any kind of de- demonic cult, there's power levels, right? Yeah. If, if they could take that for themselves, if these the, the members of this cult could take that for themselves, they'd be the 
kings of the, this this cult, right? Because they're they, leaders. They died in sudden sudden circumstances. Mm-hmm. No, no will. No one been, was expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. No one. No. Like so, it just came legally down yeah. to these kids who hadn't seen them for. If if they died, like, and it was written in the will that it would just pass to the to the cult. Yeah. Like the cult would have the house and be able to sort of bury the secrets or, or become like a headquarters for the yeah. cult like it was always intended to. Yeah. But like through a loophole, it's now these two kids that have this house. Exactly. They've got to protect it now. Yeah. From, it's like from a, a, you get snippets of information, like uh, snippets of dialogue, like, I can't believe someone managed it. Because yeah. like these this, these two people have, have been, people have tried to assassinate them loads over the years. Yeah, yeah. And nobody's managed it. And it was actually an accident that did it. Yeah. So no one was there to, capitalize immediately um, and claim their stuff yeah. it's just a cult that isn't all happy families right yeah. it's a cult that is like well if I have the staff of Arsenoff yeah. then I can I can summon this demon right Arsenoff right? Ars- Arsenoff <laughs> <laughs> like Simon Pegg and, and Olivia Coleman there just like if yeah. I had the staff of Arsenal I could summon that, that demon Arsenal yes yeah yeah that him uh, <laughs> uh, you're not supposed to say his name you can say the definitely name, not twice you can say the name of his staff but not him okay right yeah. it's like it's like Macbeth yeah <laughs> don't bring him into it bloody hell <laughs> you're called <laughs> hello there it's just, it's uh, David Tennant. Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Macbeth. <laughs> oh, not Macbeth. Um, but <laughs> stop saying my name. It's bad. <laughs> it's very bad luck. Um, <laughs> I think point being that, like, yeah, they they are. Um, there's a bit of a sort of get out vibe to this, right? Yes. Where like these people are socially insinuating themselves. Yeah. They want to know whether. Florence Pugh, Timothy Chalamet, control the staff of Arsenal. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If they know it even exists. Yeah, exactly. And they're constantly trying to get into the house, sneak in, and they're yeah. being caught. But it's like, Florence Pugh's like, what are you doing? Stop <laughs> trying to get into this mansion. Yeah. And they're just like, sorry! And they're like, running. They're like, yeah, go, yeah. please, please! Because uh, like, they, they assume, they have to assume that this... These people can burn you up with a look. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, because they're the spawn of, of <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The, they, of the two. If they have seized the power of Arsenal, <laughs> then, then, then they are dangerous. Yeah. But if they haven't, you can steal that stuff. Yeah. So um, I think that's... So the... I think it all comes down to moving day. Yeah. Right. Where Voxpur and Timothy Chalamet, I think at a midpoint they found the staff of Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't connected with it. Maybe the, uh, maybe Florence Pugh's had a big nightmare where she's talked to an enormous demon. Yeah. But she's still kind of like, I don't. This is just a dream situation. Yeah. And they're all really rich, quite wealthy, sort of well-known people. This yeah. cult. And they're all in a weird Home Alone way. Yeah. Marching on this house. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But what Timothy Chalamet and Florence Pugh have done is they've booby-trapped the house with spells. And flamethrowers. Um, and yeah. little, little sort of like... Um, even things that are supposed to replicate the effects of um, of spells. Yes. Right? Like, to the point where they will think that there's fire and brimstone going on, yeah. even if there's not. Like, I think um, Florence Pugh works for a home security company. Yes. <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet is a... Um, computer a, programmer. A special effects... Uh, oh, uh, yes. Sort of, like, he works in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> he works uh, like yeah, like a, a stunt coordinator with special effects and stuff like that. So, like he's like, oh crap, they're after this staff, this old thing. <laughs> yeah, but they we like. They think it's magic. Yeah. Maybe if we tr- we don't know how to use it, but <laughs> yeah. maybe if we trick them as though they did, they stop bothering us while we were moving all this stuff out. Yeah. Um. And uh, I think yeah that they do a Home Alone. And I we- think they they like create. Um, it, it, Timothy Chalamet starts like three D printing a fake staff, and like, yeah. they they do all this like like smoke and mirrors stuff, and then it all comes down to this point where the house is on fire everyone's moved in like all these people are moved in chanting in a circle mm. right as they move in with like ritual daggers yeah um uh florence Pugh's backing away crawling across the, the ground yeah like reaches out for the staff and the staff is like claim your claim this power take this power and burn them all and she's like no i don't want to and then it, it, it gets to the point where it's just like she's about to do it when like timothy chalamet comes up behind and just clunks the, these people on the back of the head with this fake 3D printed yeah. staff. He has the power of Astaroth. <laughs> Arsenoth. Arsenoth, that's the one. What's Astaroth? Something else. It's something else. Another thing. Different thing. He has the skull of Astaroth. <laughs> they all have arse in their name. <laughs> Beelzeass. Beelze- Beelzebum. Beelzebum. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea as well of a scene with David Tennant holding a skull and going, ah, you get it? And then everyone's just like... <laughs> That's not Macbeth. No. <laughs> it's, it's Hamlet, you idiot. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I got it wrong. Never read it. <laughs> Never read it. But yeah, uh, I think that's... I always assumed that, <laughs> that Shakespeare is a one-hit wonder. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, I think that's it. That's think, it. Yeah, yeah. moving day. Sort of a home, uh, paranormal magic home alone. Yeah, with 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 light sort of um, with light hot fuzz slash get out elements to it. Yeah. From my waste of talent, we've got what brain ghosts are attacking me now? <laughs> brain ghosts. Brain ghosts. Now you've said it out loud. <laughs> Because I wrote this down. I didn't yeah. say it out loud. Yeah. Now you've said it to me. I was like, that's a bit of a weird thing to say. That is a bit of a weird thing to say, yeah. Yeah. I, but, <laughs> it just but, made sense when I wrote it down. I mean, okay, so here's here's the thing, right? Like, you could call anxieties <laughs> brain ghosts, couldn't you? Yeah. Because you could be like, it's a voice <laughs> that tells you that, you know, what nobody likes you or that you think you done wasn't as good as you could Imagine if done. a counsellor or like a therapist <laughs> yeah. started talking like that. Like, you have many brain <laughs> yeah, ghosts this quite week. quite a lot of brain ghosts. Yes. Uh, mark, mark on this piece of paper how many brain ghosts you've had. You know what? I think that would be effective. <laughs> like not in real yeah. not, not them being like this is how we counsellors and we therapists talk about brain ghosts um, uh, talk, talk about not like we're, we're refusing to acknowledge yeah. the term anxiety yeah. we're just going to call them brain ghosts like not in that way yeah. but like it, it would be effective if you were able to see like it's good to visualise them as brain ghosts <laughs> Or goblin thoughts, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like you know, like make him slightly more um, uh, kind Cartoon-y. of toony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that you take them less seriously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of, I was gonna go on to something else. Like you yeah. know, the ghosts. What we didn't didn't realize is that ghosts are only actually the ghosts of brains because the brain's the only thing that does any thinking. Yeah, yeah. But 
The ghosts were sheets on. I think I the, prefer... The brains were sheets on, sorry. I think I actually prefer the idea of someone accidentally, like, um, someone who is, like, you know, kind of Matilda Psychic, right? Mm. Accidentally manifesting actual beings yeah. out of their anxieties. Oh. So they're being haunted, yeah. but it's, a, it's both a metaphor and an actual, like thing for anxieties these these like thoughts that they don't want they're intrusive yeah um and they they sort of uh... so 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 this kid is going to therapy mm-hmm. yeah right and every thought they're having is pulling out some like poltergeist ghosts exactly i right. think i think we maybe start off with in a, in a kind of like you know ramp it up right yeah yeah so like we start off they're going to therapy because let's say them their dads died or um... uh, or they've been in a car accident exactly, or something, something like, like that. That. Yeah. that that sort of thing and they're super worried about like safety and mm. like leaving the house is difficult for them and like going back to school is difficult for them yeah. but they're being like the government's made it clear that they have to go back to school yeah. and so um mum and dad have uh you know arranged this this therapy to try and help them overcome those anxieties of going outside and like Maybe I, I'm thinking of a young Macaulay Culkin here, yeah. like 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 at the start of Page but like, Master. But like the 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 ghost, like because he's obviously fear of being in a car accident yeah. again. This ghost is sat next to him in a car, yeah, pushing on the button Uh-oh, that yeah. does the does the seatbelt. <laughs> exactly, he's yeah. like, no, no. But like all the parents are seeing is him just batting away nothing, yeah, yeah. and like reaching for the I'm door handle, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, what is happening? But it's actually this this ghost that's yeah. there, just like. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it's, I mean? I think I think they're like they're not. This is the thing with anxieties, right? Mm. They're not gleeful at it. No, they're like, uh oh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like pulling oh, yeah, the handbrake yeah. and stuff. They're not gremlins. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then they're, they're not like on on the wing of the plane. Yeah, yeah. They're not like cheeky. going like I'm gonna hurt you. Yeah. They're like they're like, what if this happened? What if this happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh no, oh no. And they like open the door, and the door opens wide, and suddenly like. Um, like they have to pull it back shut before because they're doing you know they're coming past a load of traffic the other way yeah. and they're going to pull it back shut before it is like what are you doing opening the door while we're going at 30 miles an hour you know yeah. Um, uh, so yeah I think that's maybe the first one as they're travelling to this therapist yeah. and then like they have a cup of tea in front of them. This is the the intrusive thought part that I was thinking. Like, yeah. got a cup of tea in front of them, and they're sat there opposite the, the therapist, mm. and they, they, you just get a different one. Just like, what if you just threw it at them? What if you just threw this cup of tea at this therapist? <laughs> I do have those anxieties. <laughs> those like intrusive. It's like, what if you just punch that person? Yeah, yeah, what would happen? Yeah, and it's something you'd never do. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like because it's the worst possible thing you, you, you could have do. that thought, yeah. and you're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that so, would be horrible, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, like this is the worst thing I could do. This is how I could make this this scenario dangerous for me yeah it's like it's like when you stood at the top of like a tall tower or something like that yeah. like, I could just jump yeah I could just do it I think we manifest these yeah as the kid thinks it's the other people in the car crash who died haunting right. haunting him yeah right so he's thinking oh there was another family in that car crash should we cast Macaulay Culkin we did Haley Joel Osment okay yeah yeah alright um, and the guy who died in the car, 
Bruce yeah. Willis. Bruce. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. Um, uh, Director. I'm not sure. Let's go with that. I think the kid thinks that these are all the the people, the, the family who who died in the car crash. Oh, oh no! I I, I honestly thought you were going to say the kid thinks these are all dead people. <laughs> well, he does. But in fact, they're real. They 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 are living people that are just there to rob the house or something like that. Yeah. He's like, I see dead people. No, you don't, kid. <laughs> I'm a I'm a living and breathing. <laughs> I'm a real I'm a real man. <laughs> So I think <laughs> it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie in which the twist is the kid can't see dead people. <laughs> the seventh sense. But yeah, I think this kid's got like psychic powers. He's manifesting these these people mm. who he thinks are um, the people who died. The people and, who died. Yeah. I think Steve Buscemi is the one who opened it. What if this happened? Yeah, uh, you know, opens the door and okay, then yeah, he's yeah. got to close it again, like. Um, uh, Rebel Wilson is the person who's who, who's uh, got the cup of tea. Yes. And she's like, what if you just threw it at him? Yeah, yeah. What if you pissed yourself in the exam hall? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> what if you went to school with no clothes on? <laughs> just your andies. And, um, as he, and uh, as he does so, like, the threads from the bottom of his trousers start unravelling. Yeah. He right. starts tugging on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, this goat, like these ghosts, are manifesting, right? As yeah. people, actors, they're doing things, and they're like, "What if? What if?" Yeah. Right? Um, and these things are happening in real life. It's not <laughs> manifesting as famous actors. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then slowly, I don't know how we need to introduce. We'd need to introduce an element that was like he discovers he's somehow psychic or like, you know, that sort, that sort of like, that this is his own brain, this is Haley Joel Osman's own brain sort of uh, manifesting stuff into being. Maybe, maybe a magic person comes along. <laughs> mag- Do you know what, Tom? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know why my brain came out with that. I was just like, what do we need here? A magic, magic person. person yeah. <laughs> Who's just... Walking down the road, he goes, you can see them too. Well, normally the way you'd start this is with him watching a cartoon about someone holding the f- their fingers like it's, you know, Dr. X or whatever. Yes. Holding yeah. their fingers to their head and going like, Wah! sort of like summoning something or a cartoon of like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, telekinesis or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, Just the X-Men movie, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then and then sort of like on the radio, it's like they're talking talking to a... There's an interview with a psychic yeah. who was like, a lot of people do it without even realising. Yes. Um, uh, you know, it's it's Julian Barrett, and he's like... Um, he's like <laughs> Good cast. A lot of... Like he, was in, he was that in um, the, the, the Nick Frost. Mind Hunters. Uh, no. That's Truth not Seekers. Right. Truth Seekers, that's yeah. the one. Mindhunter um, is something completely different. <laughs> but yeah, Julian Barrett did kind of good as that role in that. So yeah. I thought, you know. So it's just like a lot of people don't know that they're even doing it, but do it in their but but uh they're moving objects around in their sleep yeah. without even knowing it. Uh, and he's talking about like, you know, how and then of course the kid runs away from school to go and try and talk to that guy yeah. you know to you know turns up at his, his office and finds out he's a fraud yeah it, um, it is yeah yeah um and yeah how does it end i think the um 
Are they I, all real people? I think. I think <laughs> it's that the twist. No, I think. I, I don't think there is a twist. Oh. I think. Um, I think like the twist is that it's him doing it. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh. And I think the uh the way he solves it is like actually applying the therapist's help. Yes. Right. Yeah. So in like he he pushes away the therapist because like you don't know you haven't seen these ghosts. These ghosts. Yeah. These I'm gonna go to the ghost. The ghost guy. Man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the medium. He's a fraud. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it was only then it's only then by um uh but maybe Julian Barrett's like it used to work it yeah. used to work but it doesn't work anymore yeah and like when when he's been oh when um the, when Rebel Wilson this like inexplicably violent ghost right <laughs> yeah is, I, is I like, love the out of context <laughs> stuff. has um has Julian Barrett slammed up against the wall yeah right because um because uh who did we cast the main character Haley Joel Haley Osman uh, is furious that this guy's a fraud yeah you know uh and um suddenly Rebel Wilson's there slamming him up against the wall like what if I just poured this coffee on your head <laughs> she um, just wants to pour hot liquids on yeah. people yeah. what if I threw you out this window um <laughs> into the hot lake below <laughs> this very boiling lake <laughs> <laughs> um and then and then yeah so he, like that that anger comes out yeah and then julian Moore's like i used to be able to do it when i was a kid i can't anymore yeah um there'd have to be a crux point where like he'd taken a hostage right yeah it's like suddenly it's, the police are called on this julian barrett situation yeah because it's Haley joe osman who's yeah. got the exactly got yeah. the ghost mat uh the ghost hunter bloke yeah by, by the neck and yes. he's like i don't know what's going on there <laughs> he's i'm sorry police. i'm a fraud i'm a fraud and then and then he's he's done for tax evasion yeah um, um, but I think uh, like for some in that strange moment, reason I'm not casting Haley Jawsman as a kid in my head <laughs> no. it's Haley Jawsman now with like a full beard yeah um, but point being that in that moment he doesn't kill he manages to talk Rebel Wilson down yeah like via the technique that the therapist has given him before yeah and and uh, eventually like you know have a dialogue with that 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 anxiety that anxiety yeah and to say like you're there, but I'm not going to worry about it right now. Mm. I've got to talk to this police person. Yes, right, and then she just disappears. <laughs> disappears yeah. into a into a hot pot of tea. <laughs> into a hot pot. Into a kettle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Into a, into a teapot. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I think that's. I like that. There's there's a kernel of something there. Yeah, that yeah. I think would really work in a film called What Brain Ghosts Are Attacking Me Now. I think that's good. That's a good. That's a perfectly appropriate. <laughs> imagine imagine <laughs> going up to the. <laughs> for for any title my waste of talent gives us. <laughs> Imagine going up to the counter at a cinema yeah. and going, Can I get two tickets to what brain ghosts are attacking me now? Listen, Tom, just be thankful today. Just be grateful yeah. on this Easter Monday um <laughs> that we're recording. Uh just be thankful that my waste of talent gave us something with ghosts in the title. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's great. Uh, so those were all our pictures today. Uh, thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. Uh, remember to go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Bitch Podcast and Twitter 
at Life's A Bit Show and look out for those title posts that go out every Friday with the yeah. genre. And uh, yeah, give us the titles then. If you like the show enough to consider supporting it, maybe you can tell your friends about the show and of course go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's A Pitch Podcast where you can get bonus uh, pitches every week. You can get uh, a bunch of uh, extra content, a vote on the genre uh, as, for as little as a dollar a month on that you also get your name read out. Now, I do want to point out here, before we start with the, the name reading out, that um, the things we read out, the, there's, there's lawyers got into the mix. Oh, so the things that we read, read out here do not necessarily represent, A, the views of the Lives of Pitch podcast, yeah. or B, the truth. Yeah. That's, we, have to, we have to make those... These are all alleged names. Yeah. Well, what what is the truth nowadays? Well, exactly. It what exist. does it mean? Doesn't doesn't mean much nowadays. Does but it? I would just like all of our listeners to imagine that I say allegedly <laughs> in front of all of these. Good lord! Uh, these, these so, titles. Has something happened again? No, I just wanted to make that clear. Okay. Um. So uh, we've got Brandon Spanky Mills allegedly. <laughs> Straight off the bat, yeah, no, yeah. Wolfmen in love with each other. John Frankie Kennedy is hereby accused of criminal negligence with regard to his podcast. Jeremy L. Kayyem, Stephen D. Thomas. The secret number is 17, and you will know when the time is, uh, has come to use it. Episode 2, Rumble of Orcs Are Dorks, is now available. Find it at orcsardorks.podbean.com. Do you mind me advertising here? Fingers to hand. The plaintiff, Mikhail Salonga, has been silenced unlawfully for his views on Orcrotica. James Delaney. A warrant for the arrest of the defendant has been issued by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Nikki H. Orcs are not dorks and the truth will out. Brent Black. Citizens conspiring to protect the defendant will be sent to prison immediately. The defendant has been sentenced to three centuries in a stinky oubliette. There was a funny name here once. It's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Further libelous statements about orcs will, will result in harsh penalty. That orc podcast ain't actually that bad. Still got a mattress to sell, though. Nutrition brick can fill the void of lost loved ones. The Right Honourable Alan Bagpipes OBE will be presiding. Alex NSFW. Have you been unlawfully denied access to the Orcs Are Dorks podcast? Hark! The Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. You could be owed compendium by John Frankie Kennedy. Have you been the subject of frivolous or libelous lawsuits pertaining to your podcast? Call Max Bisk on 0800 Max Bisk. Call Alan Bagpipes today to make a claim at Back to Alan on Twitter. Captain Eden has commandeered this podcast, and I, Matt, am joining their crew of rowdy buccaneers. Sorry, Tom. Continuing this story is, story is stretching the limits of my creativity, and I am an actual lawyer. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know how when we pitch a movie and it comes down to a court case, and we're yeah. like, right, this has got incredibly boring yeah. now. Yeah, that, yeah. right? This, this, this narrative's on its last legs. Yeah, yeah. If, if we're taking stuff to a court case, <laughs> it means we've done something wrong. What I like is that there are two separate radio ads for... <laughs> for have you been... You know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, but one comes inside the other there. 
It's, it's like an inception yeah. for... One of them started, yeah. the other one was succinct enough to get into one name, and then the, the other one ended. So yeah, we've got some beef going off in the uh, in yeah, the in the Eldar Death Squad verse. It's it's like our own like wrestling. It is uh, federation, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna get into the ring and duke it out at any it, point. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's, Let's hope, hope so. We can only hope so. It's more interesting than court cases. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> that's how court cases should be handled. Yeah. Trial by combat in the ring, yeah, like the last duel, <laughs> yeah, that great wrestling match. <laughs> Matt Damon comes on his horse, just like da, 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 da. <laughs> da, da, da. I love that movie. <laughs> so we end the show as we always do by giving out the Yes Very Clever Award, yes, which is the Yes Very, uh, which is the Yes Very Clever Award, which is, which is, may I remind you, the Yes Very Clever Award. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh boy. Which is the award we give out to people who've given us titles based around the existing title and just uh, just made a little joke out of it. Which is, may I remind you, the Yes Very Clever Award. <laughs> Damn it. You're leaving that in, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. This week it goes to a very good one. Okay. Uh, from Pete Mellow, we've got Goodwill Haunting. <laughs> That's good. That is really good, isn't it? That is good, and I think that movie might be better with ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there is a ghost in it is at it? some point. Ah, yeah. I don't know. You're going to have while. to watch it again, Matt. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it again. <laughs> well, thank you, Pete Mellow, for that, and uh, thank you for listening. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it? 